Steve Lance, your host of the Capitol Report on NTD News. If you have not done so yet, please hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with all of the latest news coming out of the nation's capital and beyond. California has attracted Americans for years due to its perfect weather and beautiful scenery, among other things. But the Golden State is seeing a massive migration of its residents to places like Idaho, Montana, and Texas. Here to discuss, we have Craig Huey, president of the Huey Report. Craig Huey, thank you so much for joining us on the Capitol Report. Great to be here with you. Craig, you're based in California, which has an economy of its own bigger than uh, most countries around the world. Uh, what is the feeling amidst all of this inflation, record high gas prices, uh, which are coming down, thankfully, a bit? Um, does it feel like it's uh, bullish in California? Well, you know, California is unique in so many different ways. It was the land of opportunity and a land of sparking new innovations and new businesses. And today, it's just the opposite. It's, it's, it, we're, we're finding businesses fleeing as well as people. And, and so as we look at today's economy in California, we're seeing one piece of legislation out of Sacramento and sometimes out of the local government that is anti-business, chasing, chasing businesses away. And, and so I, I can tell you that as I uh, talk to business owners throughout California, so many have already left or are in the process of moving or will flee California and become California refugees, exiles to free states such as Texas and, and Florida and Tennessee. Craig, we often hear um, of the issue of homelessness in California, but human nature, out of sight, out of mind, if you're not there, it's not real. Um, how real is it? And, um, you know, is, is it a result of, you know, the economy that you're mentioning? Well, it's more of the problem of the government. Uh, let, let me just tell you, uh, when people say, I would like to come to California, I tell them, be very, very careful because the safety issue is huge. You come to Los Angeles, anywhere you go, you'll see a homeless uh, encampment, a homeless on the street. You turn on the news and you know what you're going to see? Homeless have attacked this person and that person, killed this person, maimed this person. It is a, a frightening thing. In wealthy areas like Bel Air and Palos Verdes, the homeless are moving up into the area. Uh, it's just not a safe place now. Uh, you, you've got between 60 to 100,000 homeless just in LA County. You know, uh, and, and LA County is 4 million people. Uh, it, it's 39% increase in the last five years of homelessness. And it's just devastating. And you know what's happening? Billions and billions of taxpayers' money is being spent on it. Businesses, uh, retired people, people on low and middle income, they're all paying billions of dollars and trying to solve the, uh, you know, the homeless problem with government solutions that have been proven to be a failure. Craig, another thing, right now in California, the uh, minimum wage is, I believe, $15 an hour for companies with more than 26 employees. There's a new right. law um, being proposed. Uh, it's getting a lot of attention, raising the minimum wage for fast food workers to 22 bucks an hour. Um, what's the reaction been to this? Uh, what are your thoughts in California? 
the reaction by anybody who knows economics is horrible because it will destroy the businesses, small businesses, franchises, restaurant owners. They won't be able to afford this at all. Right now, because of the minimum wage, we're seeing a rush towards automation in every single industry. In California, we're seeing businesses leave because they can't afford the high costs of employees there. And if you find um, this type of uh, bill passing, basically the marketplace says, well, why not make it $50 or $100 an hour? You, you, it, basically, no one can afford it as a business owner. We operate on small margins. And what I have experienced as a small business owner is that every time the minimum wage goes up, I either don't hire more people or I have to lay some people off. People who are marginal, people where I can figure out I can automate or get by without it or share it with some other employees. And it's the people who need the help the most, the, the people with the less skills, the people just getting started in businesses. That's the evil of government use of minimum wage. It sounds great, but the devastating effects are undeniable. And California is going to suffer if this bill is signed into law by Governor Newsom. Craig Huey, thank you so much for joining us. Right. Thank you. And more on energy, House Democrats are re-upping their pressure against oil companies with a hearing slated for next week. The hearing, which is scheduled for September 15th, is part of the panel's investigation into alleged climate misinformation by major oil companies. It's the third such hearing, and it was postponed after Russia invaded Ukraine, which has sparked concerns over the global oil supply. Meanwhile, Republican Congressman James Comer accuses Democrats of pausing their hearings because of the high prices resulted from Biden's policies. In his statement to Fox News, he adds that Democrats should focus on, quote, how the Biden administration plans to address the energy crisis facing Americans. To discuss the current energy trends and where we're going from here, we have the president of Domestic Energy Producers Alliance, Jerry Simmons. Jerry Simmons, thank you so much for joining us on the Capitol Report. Happy to be here, Steve. Jerry, gas prices have uh, gone down pretty uh, significantly uh, since they were hovering around five bucks a gallon not too long ago. Uh, what's driving the cost of fuel right now? Well, there, there's no easy answer to that question, just so you know. Uh, to start off with, uh, to, to realize that, that crude oil, which is the basis price for any refined product, for, so for gasoline, diesel fuel, et cetera, uh, that, that, that uh, price has varied widely, and it's a, it's a global commodity, so it's, it's traded uh, worldwide these days. And since 2015, uh, we here in the U.S. export our crude oil and, and our refined product just like every other country. So uh, when you start with that knowledge that it's, it's a global commodity and, and everything that happens globally globally uh, is going to impact that price. Uh, we're not on an island here in, in the U.S. So uh, looking at that, uh, if you'll remember a few months ago, I think it's back in March of this year, crude oil prices were about $130 a barrel. And uh, today they're, what, 86 bucks, uh, something like that. So you, you take that difference uh, in, in price, and that definitely impacted uh, the, the price per gallon of gasoline in this country, as well as everywhere else. 
And that was due to coming out of the pandemic. Uh, everybody was very optimistic back in the spring of this year that, uh, you know, we're going to open up the economies worldwide and everything's going to be uh, as it was before the pandemic. And uh, what we've seen is since then, that necessarily hasn't happened. And so recently, the fears of a global recession and the, the fact that this country is now, uh, you know, two quarters into what defines a recession uh, is causing the commodity markets to react to that. So they're, they're pulling back. Production in this country has actually increased, and we are increasing since uh, 2020 uh, when we dropped off dramatically uh, during COVID. Uh, we're back up to about uh, 12 million barrels a day pr production in this country. So uh, we've come back. It's been a little slower than maybe some people would have expected, but, uh, but we're, we're still coming back. To your point here, we're seeing an actual energy crisis in Europe right now. Uh, what's to make of this, and uh, could this ever happen in the United States? Uh, I tell you what, Steve, that is, uh, as, as somebody who is in this industry and in this business, and, and my job is daily to, to be on top of what's going on with energy, and not just oil and gas, but all energy and all energy sources, because we're all tied together. Uh, the, the fear of, of what is happening in Europe right now, take the Germans and, and, and the Brits, uh, just, just two examples that went real heavy on what's called renewables, uh, solar and wind. And uh, they're paying, the, the Germans pay the highest price uh, for, for electricity on the planet, and they don't have enough. Uh, they're keeping some coal-fired plants open. Uh, they've got some uh, nuclear uh, uh, generating plants that are due to be shuttered. And I think uh, uh, if they mistakenly close those, uh, it's, it's going to be a very severe winter in, uh, in, in Germany. Uh, in, in some parts of Europe, uh, people are actually lining up to buy coal so that they can burn coal this winter. Uh, it's, it's shocking uh, that in, in 2022, uh, we've got folks that are going back to old technologies. And in fact, wind and solar are very old technologies. And 100 years ago, they didn't work. And that's why we went to a high energy density, uh, crude oil, natural gas, uh, coal, and nuclear. Uh, so uh, to, to look again, to look at the European Union, to specifically look at Germany, uh, look at uh, UK and to say we're going to import those policies here, uh, this this new uh, uh, negotiated deal uh, in the Biden administration uh, that just dumps so much of our taxpayer money into unreliable uh, renewable sources uh, is, is just, it's, it's shocking uh, to me uh, because we're, if we can't learn from, from what we see in Europe, what's going on with politicians who don't understand energy, plain and simple. They don't, they don't understand how the world works and how we power what we do every day. Jerry Simmons, thank you so much for joining us. You're, you're welcome, Steve, thank you. I just want to thank everybody for listening to this episode. If you enjoy our content, please leave us a rating and a review as it really goes a long way in helping us spread the truth. Until next time, I'm your host, Steve Lance at NTD, and we'll see you soon.